So we are going to continue to ask the Lord to deepen our understanding of all the fruits and blessings that come to you and I through the gift of the Eucharist. When we receive the Eucharist in Holy Communion, what does God desire to do for you and I? What are blessings and gifts that he would love to share with us? This is what we want to understand and prepare ourselves to receive. We all remember that moving scene in the Matthew's Gospel. Jesus was on his way to a village with a great crowd around him. He was going to visit a sick child of 12 years old. And on the way, a woman who had suffered a hemorrhage for 12 years, she comes up behind Jesus and she reaches out her hand and she says, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made well. At that moment, it says, Jesus was aware that power had left him to heal that woman. How beautiful this expectant faith and how much the Lord would love to see this faith in you and I whenever we come forward for holy communion. It is true that when it comes to physical healing, that we must surrender that to the will of God. But this does not mean we shouldn't ask for it. And to ask for it with expectant faith. This faith is what often moved the heart of Jesus. The most beautiful example is that Roman centurion. He pleads for Jesus to heal his servant. And when Jesus offers to come to his house, imagine Jesus saying, sure, I'll just come over to your house. And the soldier says, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. Isn't it something that these are the very words that Jesus puts on your lips and mine at the time of Holy Communion. When the consecrated host and wine, the body and blood of Jesus are elevated, the risen Christ, glorified, is present in our midst, humble, hidden, but powerfully present. And as the, the body and blood of Jesus are lifted up, what do we say? Lord, 
I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul, my soul will be healed. Does our soul need to be healed? And if so, of what? This is what takes us to the Our Father. That prayer that we pray together in every single Mass. And in that prayer we pray, forgive us our trespasses. In other words, forgive us our sins, both great and small. And then we say, and deliver us from evil and lead us not into temptation. This is a clear indication that God wants to heal whatever spiritual ills that we might be experiencing, whether it's those that, are, that arise from within or the spiritual attacks that come from without. And then there's a prayer that immediately follows the Lord's Prayer that the priest prays that clarifies even further. Here's the prayer. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and keep us safe from all distress. Another translation that we used before, anxiety. This means that one of the fruits of Holy Communion can be healing and deliverance and that this is the will of God. Deliver us from every evil. What are some examples of these evils? Certainly, there are the evils that come through temptation, the ways that Satan tries to get at us. There are the attachments, the ways that the devil gets strong footholds into our life, and he can bring about a slavish, disordered attachments to pleasure, to power and control, to wealth, to money and things, to food, to drink, to sex, and many other things. And we are praying that the Lord would deliver us. There are also ways that Satan can oppress us. For example, through different lies. He can bring us to a place of bondage. Lies like, I am not worthy of love or the, to think that I am all alone, that everything in my life is my fault, 
the lie that I will never amount to much, those lies of recrimination of past sins where I would doubt the mercy of God, lies upon lies upon lies. Satan would love to hold us in fear, doubt, confusion, and shame. These are things that when we come forward to receive Holy Communion, if like the woman, we come forward with that humble, expectant faith, and we touch not just the hem, we touch Jesus. Only say the word, and my soul can be healed, freed, delivered of whatever spiritual ills I might be experiencing. Graciously grant peace. This is a clear indication of God's desire for healing of relationships that creates so much restlessness and lack of peace. What relationships in your life right now are strained? Are there hurts and wounds that have been pressed down and are creating all kinds of spiritual diseases like anger, bitterness, resentment, desires for vengeance? Is there relational healing that is a cause of a lack of peace? And again, as we come forward for communion and we touch Jesus with that humble, expectant faith, Jesus can heal and bring peace. May we always be free from sin. In the Eucharist is the power and strength to avoid sin and to conquer the areas of sin that we struggle with. That power is in Jesus, and Jesus is the Eucharist. And free us from all distress and anxiety. <laughs> There's a common human experience. As I come forward and I receive communion with that expectant, humble faith, I bring the cares, the, the anxieties and worries that press upon me. And I receive the one who said, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't be anxious about the things of this world. Give those to me. And in communion, I can renew my surrender and entrustment and let my anxieties and my worries melt off my shoulders. Jesus says, I got those. I got your back. Seek first me and my kingdom, and I will take care of these other things. Don't worry. And so Jesus can heal me of anxiety, 
fear and worry. My dear friends, Jesus can do so much. He wants to bring us healing, deliverance, freedom. This is why he comes in the Eucharist. Let us pray tonight and every Eucharist from now that we will come expecting, anticipating the healing that we need. Amen.